I mean, we can talk about Hillary Swank if you want, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of her right now. Oh. I can see the debate. <laughs> they're teeth, man. They're like... Is they're that... powerful. They're like... She has powerful <laughs> teeth? She has powerful teeth. Hold on, I haven't... Let me look closer at her. Does she? Oh, she could bite through a tube. She certainly <laughs> has teeth. <laughs> oh, okay. Those are... Those are... Those are extraordinary but like, teeth. If you just saw that part of her, she's hot. Just her teeth? Like, no, like what's if you happening? Cover, <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the office. I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by two others who are Subi. Hello. And Jamie. Hello. So not quite a full panel today, but, you know, Ugh. summer, it's hard to get, all get together sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they got lost in the woods, those yes. other two. That's what they told us. Chasing waterfalls. Been, <laughs> they, they've been out in the woods all day, so that's all we know about their, their whereabouts. Yes, and they, they're in the process of losing their minds. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I saw a picture of Justin, though, on Facebook, and it was a really cool picture. <laughs> yeah. So... But anyways, so today we're going to do the icebreaker a little differently. We're each going to ask at least one question of a would you ever question. So mm. for those of you who are not familiar with the game, the concept is would you ever do this? <laughs> <laughs> and then yes or no. <laughs> yeah. And probably justify if necessary. Mm -hmm. Here, I'll give us an example of a would you ever Okay. <laughs> at the ripe old age of nearly over 30 that we all are oh, okay nearly they, over yep. 30. would you ever at this point if we were traveling for example in europe stay in a hostel versus a hotel <sighs> no probably not absolutely not. Why not i i definitely did and you know experienced it when i was mm -hmm. younger traveling through europe and yeah at this point, there's no reason to like I can I would be able to afford to stay in a hotel, you know, without any issues. So like, I feel like the only reason I would ever have stayed in a hostel was for, Money. you know, monetary reasons. It was cheaper kind of thing. Um, and now there just really isn't any need for that. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I was, I have done that in the past. And the thing about hostels is that they are cheap, but oftentimes they're full of people who are coming in and out of the hostel room at the middle of the night because the yeah. goal is to be partying and stuff. Right. And then you can't get any sleep and you have to share like one shower with 25 people. And it's just, <laughs> it's just the pits. And like, you're just in a room of like bunk beds with people mm -hmm. who you don't know. And like, there's no privacy. There's no like sheets. <laughs> right. Like, like there's sheets there. on the bed, but there's no sheets separating the beds even, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, that, I mean, the only time I've stayed in them was when I was in England and then Ireland mm -hmm. was the only times I've ever stayed in them. But um, Yeah, I stayed in one when I was traveling in Berlin, but I was there one night. And then luckily, um, my friend Jen got in touch with her ex-husband's sister, I think, or ex-husband's <laughs> friend. And then I ended up being able to stay with her for the next for the rest of the like three or however many days I was there. Oh, nice. And it was amazing because I, was, <laughs> ugh, I just couldn't. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
So oh. would you do it again at this point, Jamie? I don't think so. I think that if I were traveling with like five people and then we could get a five person room, that'd be different. But mm, yeah. I would rather just but, shell out money for an Airbnb or something. Well, now if that you're I'm traveling with five people and you could just share a hotel room, like True. it's not really going to be that much more expensive than staying at a hostel to begin with. True. And then you at least have a private like bathroom and stuff. Right. Mm hmm. <clears throat> and you can be noisy because you have your own room and you can right. talk and all that stuff too. Yeah. No, I think my my um my hostel day or yeah, those days are over, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, I don't know, maybe if I had the opportunity to do something unique like stay in the an eco village again sure. kind of thing like that, I would be maybe more likely to take up, you know, the opportunity to do that. Yeah. <laughs> please please don't. Simeon's <laughs> Please don't. Strongly shaking his head. No. I would I would totally do an eco-village <laughs> just because I've not experienced that. But Yeah, or just like another situation that was also unique like that, like yeah. if it was presented. <laughs> Regarding the hostel, I will definitely not do it now, but even in the past, I wouldn't have done it. No. I'm, I like my creature comforts, yeah. you know? Well, you don't get those in a hotel room anyways. No, you get them more than you would at a hostel. That's true. Yeah, it's not like... You You're know, also not motivated like you wouldn't have been motivated to do it when you were younger because you didn't have a strong desire to travel right so like you know yeah 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 fair so my would you ever question is would you ever try a hallucinogen hallucinogenic drug like mushrooms or peyote or something like that And I think it's safe to say that none of us here have ever done that. So no, that's true. It, it's a good question to ask. You know, if I were just among friends or like I can picture being on your parents' back porch. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> I can picture it happening there. <laughs> in that case, uh, and if I were expecting like a looming sort of drug test or something, then yes. I can envision okay. doing that for sure. Yeah. Just to see like where you go and I don't know. Yeah. People seem to talk about them as if it's like a life changing experiences. But... They, they do. It's true. So, mm. I mean, my answer, I think, is exactly the same that if it was the right situation yeah. and the right people in the right place, like I would definitely do it, especially right. if they were from like a reliable source. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like poisonous mushrooms. I don't want to be slipped like a Coke accidentally or something. Instead. Right. Or that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I know both of my parents have done it and oh, yeah. I have heard stories from both of them. Um, my favorite one is my dad went out into a blueberry bog with a friend of his named Tom and they where they went to pick blueberries and while they were there tom was like oh i've got some mushrooms and so they did them <laughs> and my dad's like all i remember is laying down and becoming one with the forest around me <laughs> and they came back with multiple five gallon buckets full of blueberries <laughs> oh <laughs> like my God. just massive amounts of blueberries that they don't remember picking <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing so that sounds like it would be fun. <laughs> I feel like that's such a thing, that, though, too, like to become one with like whatever, like one with the forest, one with the universe. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> would you ever bungee jump? Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> 
I want to say that I wouldn't because I hate the initial drop on roller coasters already. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. that that stomach dropping sensation. I hate it. So I think that that's all bungee jumping is. It's just one giant stomach drop. <laughs> right. I don't know that I'd feel comfortable doing that. So I don't think that I would ever do that. Just like, I think it would be cool to experience jumping out of a plane and doing that. But I don't know that I would ever do it because... Yeah. What if your parachute failed and you just like exactly broke there's like all your no, bones? <laughs> there's there's no room for error if your parachute right. fails even just a little bit you die like yeah. <laughs> I think you have a backup parachute. What if they're both? What if they both fail? Subi? What if they both fail, Subi? <laughs> <laughs> well, you should do it while on hallucinogens. Oh, oh that's there great. You so you can't even pull your <laughs> so emergency you just shoot. To pull your your string. Yeah. No, no, no. no. You'll you. Pull the string, and if it fails, then you take like all the hallucinogens. You but then like it's a... gonna take a minute to kick in, and you're just yeah. gonna hit the. You're gonna but plummet. But you take so much hallucinogens that it just kicks in right away. <laughs> just inject it. Yep. Just like have a needle on standby. Yep. There you <laughs> Direct go. Direct into the veins. Hmm. So would you ever jump bungee jump? No. <laughs> no. 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 Well. No. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe I would. Maybe really? I would bungee jump. Really? Yeah. I can't picture you doing that. Yeah. Maybe I'd go hang gliding. Yeah, that would be fun. I would go hang gliding. Yeah. That would. But that's very different. Yeah. You're not plummeting to your death Mm, and then being saved at the last minute. Well, you could be. (laughs) You could, yeah. (laughs) That's true. If someone were to pay your ticket to go to, like, some random place in Europe, for example, would you accept to be dropped in a place where you're not sure to know the language in order to just be able to experience, you know, trying to find your way back to the U.S., for example? I don't think I would. I, I don't like uncertainty, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I just, like, I, I just have, like, a natural aversion to uncertainty. That's and fair. risk, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, th- th- sometimes, like, a, a risky thing can turn out to be good, but... Even then, like e- even if it turns out to be like a worthwhile experience, I still won't like it. Even in <laughs> retrospect, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> See, I would do that on the condition that I was with somebody else, like okay. I was with a friend or whatever. Um, mostly because traveling alone in Europe as a woman is like not at all recommended for yeah. the safety. Um, <laughs> right. But um, if I was with somebody, even if it was just another woman, like. Just, just another woman. <laughs> yeah. Then, then I, I would do that. Like if it was all paid. And yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I've seen there's a YouTube channel called Yes Theory, and essentially what happens is that sometimes there, it's all uh, guys, of course, and so they do this. They'll like drop their friend off in like the middle of nowhere. I don't know, like Slovakia, and none <laughs> of them speak, you know, the language, and so then they have to try to rely on being able to communicate with strangers and stay at a stranger's place overnight and stuff like that. And so it seems like an interesting concept because you do probably meet like really interesting people, especially if you're able to, you know, meet those people who are going to, you know, offer up their place to you and, you know, and all that. But it's true. Yeah. I hadn't thought that as if you were traveling as a woman, it would be (laughs) a lot (laughs) more dangerous than traveling as a guy. Yeah, you gotta always think of that as a woman. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should take for granted like walking around New York City at night too. Like Yeah, the... like that would definitely be not be something I would ever do. I yeah. I have a hard time feeling safe walking to my car in my apartment complex after dark and it's yeah. like a family neighborhood, but Right. <clears throat> That's true. Would you do it, Jamie? Me? You know, I think I would. I yeah. I would definitely feel uncomfortable doing it. But I think that that's probably part of the point. It's to yeah. put yourself out there and speak to people and, and try to like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would do it. They like, But can't you imagine it being more enjoyable with somebody else, like a friend? You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, and you can kind of just figure it out together then. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing about travel for me in general. I, I've done travel on my own and I've... There's, there's a certain joy to be had of like knowing you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. And when I was in Paris for um, that conference last uh, November, it was really cool to just be able to like on my own stroll around and see the sort of random sites that I'd never been able to see in large groups. But, <clears throat> but when I remember when I went to Berlin and was trying to like take in and appreciate all the different sites and stuff... I would spend like one minute there and be like, Ugh, okay, and then leave because there's not like for me, I feel like if I'm looking at something, it's more valuable to be talking about it with someone yeah, or, you know, experiencing that with someone. So, yeah, yeah I think I'd prefer I remember, travel. I remember like when you were planning to go to Berlin before you'd actually gone there, we were talking about it and I told you, I'm like, I don't think you're going to have as much fun traveling <laughs> around by yourself as you would, you know, with somebody and you didn't believe me. Well, that's why it was so nice, honestly, to um, to have Jen's friend like allow let, like, let me stay with her because yeah. we did end up doing some things together, and then it was more pleasing. You know, we went to like this yeah. major like electro music venue concert <laughs> thing. It was a festival even outside, and it was chaotic, but it was at least like with you know quote friends and stuff, yeah. Right. But, All right. I have one. Um, would you ever gamble a thousand dollars at a casino? Um, I can picture scenarios where I would. Hmm. Like if I was, hmm. like out, like you know, traveled to Las Vegas or whatever hmm. with a group of friends, and we were just going out one night to gamble, and we hmm. knew it was going to be expensive, and we set like a limit, like we're not hmm. spending more than than a thousand dollars at a casino tonight like like you individually right right mm-hmm. yeah like they'll just put a budget on it and if that was the budget and once you hit that much and you've lost that much then you just stop mm-hmm. like i can picture doing that it's definitely not something i would ever do regularly but it would have to be like a very specific circumstance mm-hmm. you know but yeah i can i can picture it happening in a in like a very unique circumstance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't see myself doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know, that's the kind of risk, I don't know, it seems like a more controlled type of risk than, sure. you know, like, being dropped off right. in some, <laughs> some <laughs> in the middle of just country. the clothes on your back. It's definitely a, a more controlled risk than yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I feel like if you, like, with, if I ever went to a casino, and I have never been, but if I ever did go there, I would look at it more as like 
this is the amount of money it costs to go to a casino. It's right. like $500 or whatever. And I would take $500 and I would probably lose all 500 of it. <laughs> but like, if once I hit that amount, you just stop, you know, exactly. you just don't gamble anymore. And you just kind of look at it like that's how much money I'm willing to spend for this entertainment tonight kind of thing. The way you might spend several hundred dollars to go and see a Broadway show or whatever. <laughs> you know, this is just like the amount of money you've decided to spend on that form of entertainment. And hey, if you win, that's great. But like, you're probably not. So just kind of have that as your mindset going in kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I had ex a, a thousand expendable dollars, I would, I would totally feel comfortable doing that. As you said, if I were like, okay, this trip is whatever plus a thousand and that's just right. part of the trip yeah i would do it yeah nice and i feel like even if i like if i had a thousand dollars as my limit and at like five hundred dollar mark or something i won you know five thousand dollars or something Ooh. still finish out that five that five hundred the rest of that money like the rest of my original mm. limit you know like i yeah. wouldn't spend my winnings right like circulate that unless it was only a small like five or ten bucks but like if i actually won something i would just keep that you know yeah true all right all right well speaking of gambling <laughs> that brings us to season five episode 13 which is prince family paper uh -huh. <sighs> and this yeah. one uh, this episode was actually written by G bj novak so oh, really? could explain why he's not in it because he's never in the episodes that he writes <laughs> so okay. this is gonna make me seems. be a huge like, <clears throat> terrible office fan but which one is bj Novak? oh my gosh Wait, ryan right okay that's who i was <laughs> okay good it's okay Cute. i did think it was odd that ryan wasn't in it and kelly was so yeah um yeah so prince family paper Arguably one of the more cringeworthy episodes oh, of I mean, the series. It's just sad. Like it is sad. It's not even so much cringeworthy. Like Michael Scott's tots. Like that's cringeworthy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like Michael wants to do the right thing, and White is a giant dick, which I feel like really is not like Dwight to be. No, the it is like Dwight. This is very in character for Dwight to, Maybe. to like, you know, conquer people. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Not even that, just like conquering. Yeah. And like subjugating. That's I guess like, that's true. <laughs> well, I feel like that's just that's stuff true. he loves to talk about, but not so much like what he loves to do. Well, he did it this well, time. Well, that's my point. Yeah, he definitely did it this he, time. He finally got his opportunity. If <laughs> maybe. he got more opportunities, he would do this all the time. I guess that's maybe possible. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just so terrible. Yeah. It, I just, I just, yeah. Also, is this like a thing that companies do? Oh, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. It's just sad though. Like, yeah, especially because... I mean, I can't understand wanting to, you know, enhance your company and like spread out and get those sort of make sure you're covering all of the areas and stuff. But this paper company that's just like a little family paper company. Right. Uh, Three employees. Yeah. And a child. And a child. Trying to do math. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
Michael explains how to do like what I'm guessing is just a very simple like order of operations equation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see those parentheses? Just just ignore those. And well, what's that little tiny two doing up there? Just forget about that. Yeah. Why is it so small? <laughs> so like, four what? times two, eight. Yeah. And the mother's like, don't put that. No, no, don't write that. <laughs> Oh man, it is funny. That was like, man, how is Michael that dumb? (laughs) Right. And it's kind of funny too, later, uh, earlier when he was like, I am, he knows all, of course, he can't hide the fact that he knows all of these things about paper. And he's like, oh, I'm just a genius in certain things. And other (laughs) things, I'm really dumb, which just, you know, turns out to be true. Well, yeah. (laughs) And also, like, just the fact that the guy was laughing at Michael acting like a dork. Like, yeah. I can't believe Michael, you know, didn't already start to feel guilty at that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. When he's, like, not so, um, what's the word? He's not so discreetly asking these questions, like, oh, you know, I don't like a big paper company. You would say you have how many regular clients? Right. You know? <laughs> asking these very specific questions. Yeah. Oh, I do feel like, I don't even remember what the old man's name is or if they ever say it. I think it's Roger Prince. Yeah. Roger Prince. Like, who just hands out a list of all your top customers to anybody? And why would Michael need all of them? Like, one or two, maybe? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to have some sort of um, reference, then yeah, give one or two, but not the whole list of 80 clients. (laughs) I feel like that's just there to, like, show the naive trustworthiness of like a small business who just doesn't know what it's like yeah to work in a corporate kind of like enterprise but and then of course they're helping him tape together his car oh yeah which is just adding insult to injury it's like, oh. uh, and then they, they brought him out coffee that dwight hates and... yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is instant <laughs> But yeah. like Michael does feel bad about it, which is like like at the you know towards the end, anyways, he starts to really think like that he shouldn't be doing it, and I hate that Dwight talks him into doing it. Like I know, like I can under- okay, tell Wallace the other shit that you learn, but don't give him the client list. Like mm-hmm. that's just shitty. <laughs> right. It does give give rise to a great chase sequence, though. Where he runs all the way to his car and he's like, oh, I don't have my keys. And has to run all the way back up. And like, why is he taking it to his car? Just take it to the shredder. It's right in the office. Right, exactly. (laughs) Or just rip it up and throw it in the trash. Get to the real villain of this episode, Jim. What? In the cold open. Oh, yeah. In the cold open, yes. Who does cold open? What's kind of a... kind of a person would do this? This is such a simple prank. It is a simple prank. The, the lengths he went to to pull off this prank. Yeah, 500 okay. feet of length. To begin, with, <laughs> to begin with, how does Dwight not know that Jim did this to begin Like, by right. this point, how does Dwight not realize this is clearly just another Jim prank? Mm-hmm. So it's really on Dwight that he climbed a telephone pole. So you're blaming the victim. Yes. I'm <laughs> <blaming>. <laughs> also, also, this is definitely not Dwight's first time climbing a telephone pole, I'm sure. Definitely yeah, he not. A blue denim shirt. Yeah, he like had an outfit for it and everything yeah. in his car. Like, he was fine. <laughs> also, like, could the 500 feet have reached all the way up to the telephone pole? 
Probably not. That does definitely seem more than 500 feet because it ran all the way around the whole office. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, including, Maybe. including through that like back hallway that we never see. <laughs> Maybe Jim just also had some additional red wire. <laughs> Maybe to begin with, it's just added on to it. <laughs> Could be. It was I think pretty... this was one of the best pranks. It's like nobody gets hurt kind of prank, you know? I Just... mean, except for the fact that he's, like, up a telephone pole. But like, he didn't have to climb he... up the telephone what pole. What fell and got He could hurt. have just walked to the telephone pole and saw that it went up to the box and not climbed the telephone pole. Well, could he have? He didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was all just Dwight deciding to climb it. I mean, I guess that's true, but still... It I was silly. I, I did like that they showed him in the background, and yeah. and, and they were, he was like, "Oh, don't worry, I made it up there. It's fine." Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. I made it up there. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say that Jim was being a monster because of like defending Hillary Swank or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, no. In that case, like he's actually trying to be like, we have to consider Hillary to be a real person, right? And you know, accept the fact that she's hot or not. <laughs> So, is Hillary Swank hot or not? I'm going to have to go with the not category. She's classically attractive. I, yeah, as oh, Oscar okay, states. Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with Oscar, too. I think that she's yeah. certainly attractive, but I don't know that I would be, you know, like head over heels. Right. No, I, I think I'm in the not category as well, honestly. I think that she is attractive and, and beautiful, but she doesn't have that like Hollywood sex appeal that you associate <laughs> with being hot, which mm-hmm. is probably like a good thing just as a human to not have that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like she does lack it, so yeah. yeah. I was surprised at how similar she looks to is it Kristen Stewart? She looks to me like quite similar to her. Kristen Stewart, no. She looks the one who plays in Twilight. She is. Kristen Stewart. Let me say, I got no. She doesn't look anything (laughs) like that. Kristen Stewart never smiles with her teeth once. (laughs) Well, that's also true. (laughs) She only has the one smile. Also, she's like very punk rock looking in these photos. She's cut her hair very short. Well, yeah. And look, oh my god, look at this eyeshadow. She looks like a vampire. Apparently she's going to be in Charlie's Angels as one of the angels in their reboot. Oh, you know who else is going to be in the Charlie's Angels movie is the actress who played Jasmine in Aladdin. Kristen oh. Stewart's hot. Look at her. That's hot. I'll allow it. Is, is it the picture <laughs> of her with all of her eyeliner? <laughs> no. <laughs> her sparkly skin. <laughs> yeah but she kind of looks like Hillary well no I guess not no she doesn't look like Hillary Swank crazy I mean I guess maybe she's also just like a regular white woman with brown hair (laughs) yeah that also (laughs) that must mean that I look like Kristen Stewart you do (laughs) (laughs) yes Um, so yeah, that's like basically the whole rest of the episode is every other character on the office just debating whether or not <laughs> Hillary Swank is hot. Basically. And I, I like that Angela steps in just to like, you know, to, to prevent oh, Kevin it. from winning. <laughs> he has no moral authority. He has no moral high ground. And yet, yet she's acting like she's, you know, a 
what is it a paragon of virtue yeah <laughs> she is she is a cheater and conniving and like you know i, I dislike a lot of the characters on the office mm-hmm. but angela is like on a whole nother level you know i don't know i love angela but i know that I she's i know that she's meant to be sort of like terrible and stuff a monster right, well, you kind of just have to accept that about her per- like her character is that she she's... called uh immigration services on oscar <laughs> yeah. she did yeah <laughs> i'm not saying that i would be her friend i'm saying i like her as a character on the show right same someone tried to steal her baby once she's not yet. Baby. Oh yeah, Dwight tries to steal her baby to get this. Because it's like his baby. Oh yeah. Why? He yeah, that, that was a prove good it. episode. But anyways, that's not in this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that even happens with that no. storyline at all? Well, uh, just that Michael comes in and agrees, and so technically they win. That's that she's true. Hot. Yeah. yeah. They stay tied through the whole episode, and Michael's just like, "Hmm, who's this? Hmm, she's hot." <laughs> Yeah, um, I do kind of like agree with Kevin though when he says something like it's a gut feeling you can't explain why you <laughs> think somebody is hot or not like you just look yeah. at them and you just know and it's kind of true because it's different for everybody some people will look at Hillary Swank and think yeah she's hot and you know some people it's like eh no not so much yeah did you guys ever have like a celebrity crush who you thought was like really attractive but then other people were like um yes <laughs> who <laughs> Let's share. Who? Uh, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> oh, I can see that. <laughs> I is specifically Orlando Bloom as Legolas yeah. from Lord of the Rings. There, I would agree with you. <laughs> I had so many posters of Legolas <laughs> on my wall, like the old-fashioned, like giant three-foot posters. <laughs> yeah, and then all these printouts of Legolas <laughs> from the computer, and I was so in love with him. <laughs> and especially like legolas you know orlando bloom as legolas like a lot of people don't think that's attractive but i was very into that oh i would agree with you that legolas (laughs) attractive but like orlando bloom did you find him attractive in like pirates yes okay yeah oh yeah it was definitely orlando bloom too like oh gotcha okay Do people Why not consider him? Orlando Bloom? Maybe I will. <laughs> Apparently he's kind of a dick in real life. But uh, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> do people not consider him attractive? Um. Like, would people know. not put him in a hot category? I feel like maybe. Subi. Like, if you're not into, like, longer hair or long curly <laughs> hair on a guy, you know. Subi, Orlando Bloom, hot or not? Hold on, let's pull up a picture. Yeah, kind of. Don't Pull the picture of just his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando Bloom's teeth. Hmm. So, him, hmm. him. He's got the Chad jaw. So, <laughs> so that's a yes or no? He's got the Chad jaw, you know? That, that's like by definition hot. So. Okay, so your gut tells you. I, I will have to concur. So okay. now, um, how about Orlando Bloom as Legolas? I can type. Hmm. Still has the Chad jaw. So. <laughs> and he's got the pointy ears. Oh, yeah, the too. Chad ears. So. And just the regal quality of an elf, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. 
to Jamie, Orlando Bloom hot or not? I would say hot. Okay. Maybe I, it wasn't as controversial as a crush <laughs> design. No, I don't think so. I, I get the sense that this question like originated in the office writers' room, and they had this actual discussion, <laughs> and they were just like, "Fine, let's just make an episode out of it." There you go. We've yeah. already had all the dialogue between ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about either one of you? Did you have a celebrity crush that was questionably hot or not? Um, you know, I remember really being attracted to Nev Campbell in Scream. I gotta look them up. And I don't know. I'll send you a picture of like screen era or scream era. Nev Campbell. Here you go. Okay. So I always thought she was attractive, and then like other people were like, uh, I don't see it. I can see the debate with her, but I I She has the Hillary Swank debate. Yeah, she has that debate. (laughs) Plain featured maybe. Yeah, she's kind of ordinary, yeah. But I like that about her. Hmm. She reminds me of... Um, like one of the Charmed sisters? No. Um, um, April Ludgate. <laughs> no, who that is, I don't think. You don't know who April Ludgate is from the Parks and Rec? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't think of the actress's name. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I just saw her in the new, um, the new Child's Play film. Yeah. And I was like, she had like a, a tiny, the tiniest bit of difference in her acting versus like her normal sort of millennial self. Okay. But it was still kind of deadpan. So mm. like, she's kind of a one trick, you know, one trick pony. She's very good as, as April, but she's kind mm. of the same in everything I've seen her in. But I like that. But that's also that- like no it's not acting talent then it's just like that's who she is and that's what she does but there's some value to that as an actor as well you need actors who are just they always play the same character so you know what to expect from them you know i mean i guess but when you're supposed to be like the mother and you know there's a crazy killer doll around (laughs) oh i don't know Do you guys what have any? You? Yeah, Subi, what about you? A hot or not? I don't think I really ever had a celebrity crush that I can think of. Oh, no. Besides Ratchet or whoever the. Oh, yeah, Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Very well. Oh, I'm sure they've been there, but can't think of one. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right, I guess then that's pretty much this episode. Let's go on. Does anyone have any quotes that they wrote down from the episode? Uh, yes, I think they both have a few. Mm-hmm. When uh, they offer um, some coffee, uh, Michael goes, Oh, coffee, that's too much nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, Later, uh, Vietnam, I hear it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Is that it? Yep. Um, I had, <laughs> you will have pancakes and you will like it. <laughs> yeah, reminded me of the muffins thing. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> You'll eat a muffin. You'll eat You're it and like, like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hot is a temperature, people. Yeah. <laughs> and a painting can be beautiful, but I don't want to bang a painting. <laughs> TMI, Kevin. Um, I had uh, facts. Why don't you just send it over on a dinosaur? Uh, and then he's like, this is important, Michael. Oh, then why don't you send it in an email, David? <laughs> um, I also liked, 
I've gone down the wrong path many, many times. Jan, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Uh, uh, ratings. Ray, uh, well, let's talk about Dun- uh, Dundee's first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am going to give the impassioned speech Dundee to oh. Stanley for <laughs> the longest period of time he's ever spoken in an episode defending Hillary Swank. <laughs> That's fair. But he deserves. I'll give a Dundee to Kevin for his impassioned defense of hotness. <laughs> <laughs> I will give the uh, selfless Dundee to the Prince family just for, you know, unwittingly (laughs) destroying themselves and helping the enemy. Maybe they'll be able to sell the Dundee after they're out of business. Maybe. It is, you know, plated gold. (laughs) Just plated? It's not solid. No, just plated. Take it Uh, back. I don't want mine. (laughs) Do you guys have trivia? I do. How much did Jim spend on the red spool of wire? Oh. $20. $20, indeed. Nice. Um, I think that might have been it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, since uh, the Prince family paper is op- has been open since when? 19... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 97. Nope. No, 74. No. 82. No. <laughs> 1968. 68? Yeah. Damn. And what type of clouds are actually at the place? The stratosphere. Cerostratosphere. Yeah, Cerostratosphere. Stratosphere. And not the cloudy clone mess. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> um, how many clients... How many major clients or whatever do Prince Family Paper have? 80. Yes. Um, Michael uh, talks about a specific brand of specialty paper or type of specialty paper. What is it? Oh, um... Legal? (laughs) (laughs) Could be legal. That's a size. Oh. Not a paperweight. I don't remember. Cardstock. No. It's 94 brightness double bonded. (laughs) <laughs> whatever that is double bondage double bondage and um uh when they're getting their car fixed there is an advertisement for a local i'm guessing radio station what is that when they're getting their car fixed. yeah like someone has a license plate that has local something on it oh. or maybe it's oh. a just an area code i can't tell <laughs> oh. I, I think it's for a union it's Could like be. local 407 or whatever. I think it's a year. Yeah. 489, but close. Yeah. And then the last one is who does uh, Angela say um, that Hillary Swank is like, but in a, she says she's a female something. It's like Horace Borker or Becker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boris Becker. Okay. Who's Boris. apparently, a, like, I think he. It was an Austrian tennis player or something. Or German, maybe. All right, that's it for me. All of those. <laughs> Did you have any, Sumi? Um, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> then let's go to ratings. What does this deserve? I 
am giving it a 2.5 out of 5 spools of red wire. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, the fact that Michael does give the names to Wallace brings it down for me. Just not a good episode for that reason. Um, yeah. And the Hillary Splank debate is just boring for the most part. Like, it's funny at first, but it just gets old. Yeah. Subi? Yeah, um, I'll... This episode was, like, an important episode, but I didn't enjoy it very much. Just, like, The Office is, like, its character, like, its signature feel is, like, you know, uh, awkwardness and cringing. But I don't yeah. really love that, you know? So I'll, yeah. I'll, give it, I'll give it a two out of five um, uh, single-celled sharks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I... I think I'm gonna have to also give it a pretty low score. I'm gonna go with a with a three tiny twos out of five. <laughs> tiny twos. Yeah. Oh, like the. Oh, <laughs> from like the math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that actually brings our threat level podcast score to two point five out of five spools of singles. Sh- Sell tiny twos. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, right, right, middle of the line there. Yeah, 50 50-50. <laughs> It deserves that, I think. Yeah, I think that's a it's a fair score for the episode. Um, if you disagree and think that in fact it should be higher or maybe lower, then you can let us know. Send us an email at threatlevelpodcast at gmail or hit us up on Twitter at tl underscore pcast. Uh, if you decided to listen this long, then stick around because now we're gonna do <laughs> the Red Level Podcast After Dark. Nice. I forgot how I introduced that, but <laughs> that'll work. That a little bit, but that's fine. We're gonna do it. It's um, after hours now. It's, it's after hours. It's fine. <laughs> it's nine oh five. So this is the part of the podcast for those who may be new or need a reminder where we talk about things we've been listening to, reading, watching, contemplating, experiencing uh, since the last time we recorded. So what have you guys been up to in the last couple weeks? Or week, I guess. (laughs) However long it's been. I guess I can start. Um, I'll give a shout out to a YouTube channel called Girlfriend Reviews. It's not like um, reviews of video games. It, instead, it's a review of what it's like to live with someone who plays a certain video game. <laughs> sure. So, like, the girlfriend is like, you know, uh, this is what it's like to uh, live with my boyfriend as he's playing Red Dead Redemption or, <laughs> you know, Zelda. Is it all just one girl? Who's... Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. And um, it, it's really funny. Like, she's really funny. Um, and her her meme game is on point. Like, her <laughs> use of is, like, so skillful. Does she ever play the games herself? She, uh, there are a couple of episodes where she'll be playing the games. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, it's a really good channel. I think maybe about 30 reviews. And I would recommend watching them in order because, like, the later episodes kind of build off, like, what's happened in the earlier episodes. Okay. In terms of you know like jokes and mm. references and stuff, okay. interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty solid. Each episode is about seven or eight minutes long. Good. Interesting. Cool. Yep. Huh. 
Um, <clears throat> I am also giving a shout out to a YouTube channel this week, oh. and I'm gonna butcher the name. <laughs> it is um, it is a a Chinese woman, and she has her YouTube channel is the Chinese characters for her name, and then also the English like characters for it. Um, I think it's pronounced Lizichi. Um, it's L I Z I Q I. So okay. if you type that into YouTube, it would come up. Um, but she is she's a woman who lives in China um, in like a very small rural kind of like mountainside town. And she, I'm guessing, <laughs> has like spent all of her life learning the like old fashioned traditional ways of doing things in China, like cooking, mm. making everything um, like the way you would do it before electricity, before any sort of like modern interventions and all the videos they're about five minutes long each and it shows her like going out and collecting the materials she needs to make whatever dish she's preparing or whatever item she's making and like the process of how it's made and it's they're like the most peaceful videos <laughs> i've ever watched oh yeah <laughs> just, like this woman just embodies peace and being at one with nature <laughs> and like they're very very beautifully done um she's got like i'm sure she's actually rich in real life because she has like six million followers or maybe even seven Damn. million followers on youtube um so i'm sure she makes a lot of money from it but they're they're just very like awesome videos to watch and very like peaceful and mm. calming <laughs> okay. so is some of it sort of like you just listen to her doing the different stuff, so ASMR esque. There's just like kind of a light Chinese, like traditional Chinese music playing oh, okay. most of it. Um, there, she doesn't talk hardly at all, and when she does, it's not like to the audience at all. It's just like gotcha. to somebody else in the screen. But um, yeah. Cool. How did you come across that? A friend of mine on Facebook posted the like a video of it, saying, you know, oh check this out, and I did, and I loved it. Nice. <laughs> and now nice. I've watched every video that she has. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And Subi, how did you find yours? Uh, it just popped up on my um, recommendations one day. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, I will also then shout out a YouTube channel just to <laughs> you know stick with the theme. Heavy YouTube today. <laughs> Heavy YouTube. Um. Uh. So, well, I mentioned earlier the yes theory. YouTube channel, which is a good one that people should check out. And pretty much what they do is uh, try to say yes to as many things as they can and then go do it. So that was the channel where they sort of drop people off in the middle of nowhere and they have to figure out a way to get back. Um, but the one that I was actually thinking about uh, shouting out is one called Corridor Crew. And so Corridor Crew is essentially just like a group of visual effects artists. And uh, so they have some videos in which they actually do make uh, their own videos and things like that. Uh, but then they have this uh, series called, you know, VFX artists react to bad and great CGI. <laughs> and so basically they just uh, watch clips from, you know, famous films, uh, CGI clips, and they sort of break it down and say like, if it's very good, why? And if it's very bad, what they could have done to sort of make it better. Uh, so it's kind of interesting just to just to see that, you know, more close up and make you realize why some some VFX like makes 
is believable basically and why some of it is really unbelievable uh, um, uh, like you can recognize right away that it's fake okay and it's weird because a lot of stuff like you wouldn't really think of like for example uh, whenever they try to do a vfx face sometimes it looks fake because of like the mouth specifically or the eyes because it's hard to like make something that's not real look alive through its eyes and apparently like all of the muscles that go into like you know talking and making your face move are really difficult to replicate so it's like things you wouldn't really think about where but you would just they keep they always talk about the uncanny valley where like you'll look at something you'd like this isn't real but i can't put my finger on why it's not okay and i guess a lot of it has to do with like those sorts of things so i don't know it's interesting and I think that too just showed up on my recommendation someday. So, <laughs> YouTube pulling out the good recs, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> or Facebook. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. So that was our quickest round of <laughs> of that I feel like ever. The fewer people who are on the podcast, the faster <laughs> the shoutouts go. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, all right. On that note, uh, the next time we'll be back and we'll technically be with a two-part episode. It is, I think, stress management might be the next one. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. So uh, I imagine we'll probably just tackle that in one episode since we yeah, tend to do that with two-parters. Part two. Yeah. 40-minute watch next time, guys. Yeah. So uh, be sure to watch all that before tuning in to next time. And again, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you really liked what you heard, uh, you can let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at TL underscore PCAST. Send us an email through podcast at gmail.com. And then also tell a friend. Spread the news. If you know oh, someone yeah. who likes The Office, you know, go ahead and let them know. And on that note, we will be back next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.